Hello, my friends again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are looking forward to another opportunity to be able to dig further into this idea of the Sabbath principles. Now, we see that Jesus was addressing the Sabbath as his friends and him were walking through the field and they were hungry, so they grabbed some food and the Pharisees and the scribes, they saw him and uh, they, they had to be told. The Son of Man is the Lord also of the Sabbath. He, he will do what he will with matters of the law. But he does give them an example. He gives them the example of King David and how he had went and ate the showbread there. And it was because of it was a matter of survival. It was a matter of hunger. Now we see in verse number six of Luke chapter number six, it says, and it came to pass also on another Sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and taught. And there was a man whose right hand was withered, and the scribes and Pharisees watched him, whether he would heal on the Sabbath day, that they might find an accusation against him. Isn't it interesting that they, uh, we don't know that whether that he was a plant or not. And what I mean by that is, is uh, the gentleman who had the withered hand. We don't know if the Pharisees and the scribes placed him there to try to see what Jesus would do. We don't know if they were aware that he would be there. And so they decided to attend because they wanted to find that accusation. They wanted to make sure that they had a reasonable uh, clause to be able to just catch him up. But see, if Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath, he is free to do what he wants. But the Pharisees missed the nature of the Sabbath. You see, the, the Sabbath was given for us, not for, for any other purpose. I mean, Mark chapter 2 reveals, he says, the Sabbath was made for man and not the man for the Sabbath. And we, we see that clearly, that principle. Now, Jesus reveals this, and we know that he knows what they're thinking because verse number eight says, he knew their thoughts and told the man, rise up and stand forth in the midst. My friend, we see that Jesus is aware of what's going on. That Jesus is aware that, that these Pharisees are lacking any form of compassion towards people. He says this, rise up and stand forth in the midst. And he arose and stood forth. Then Jesus said unto them, I will ask you one thing. Anytime Jesus says that he's going to ask us one thing, we know that this is going to be a very important question. This might be the most important pop quiz that you ever take. He says, is it lawful on the Sabbath day to do good? or to do evil, to save a life, or to destroy it. Now, every person in this synagogue probably understood what he was saying. Most of them probably had some form of livestock. Maybe they had sheep. Maybe they had goats. Maybe they had some form of livestock that they had to move from pen to pen. But 
Jesus asked him, he says, is it lawful on Sabbath day to do good? Uh, previously, he's basically asking them, well, if it's not okay to eat on the Sabbath day, then it must not be lawful to do any form of good on the Sabbath day. Or can you only do evil? He basically is posing this question. Then he says this, is, the, is it good to, to save a life or destroy it? And deep down, they would ask themselves this question, is it okay for me to save my sheep? If my livestock was in danger, would I be okay to, to help there? See, this, this, this gift that God had given the nation of Israel on the Sabbath was now turned into this huge yoke of bondage, this great burden that was unbearable to bear. Every little, uh, every way they turned, it was just another rule and another thing that they had to do. They had to, they have an animal in peril getting ready to die or fall to, to get hurt. You, you can't go out there and save it, right? Well, they would undoubtedly say, no, you, you can go out there and save your animal. Well, the, the next thought would be, how much more would a human life be? How much more would it be important to help a, a person who is an image bearer of God? You see, this miracle that's about to take place, Jesus is driving a point home. Jesus knew what they were thinking, but yet he asked them, can you do good or evil? Can you save a life or destroy it? And Jesus looks round about, verse number 10, he says, as he's looking around upon them all, he asks them this question, then he says this to the man, stretch forth thy hand, and he did so. And his hand was restored whole as the other. The very thing that he could not do, Jesus commands him to do, and he does it. See, we, we see this man who is hurting. Undoubtedly, the, the withered hand caused him many problems. And Jesus commands him and says, stretch forth your hand. Well, why, how would he be able to do that? Because Jesus Christ has the power to heal. Jesus Christ has the power to do such a thing. But really, Jesus was not using the healing just to heal. He was using it as a moment to teach. Why would it be a problem to heal? Healing is good. Why would it be a problem to help? It relieves suffering. It relieves hurting. You know, all of us, if we were hurting on the Sabbath day, would want help. So the question is, is what is our thoughts towards the Sabbath? And this is the Pharisees' thoughts. Now, you can't do that. Everywhere that Jesus turned, you can't do that. You, you're hungry, you can't do that. Somebody's hurting, you can't help them. Well, see, the question always comes back to is that what do we want to become as believers? My friend, today, you can have one of two choices. As you are seeing this and 
and seeing what Jesus is teaching these men, you can have one of two choices. You can go one of two paths in life. You can go down the path, which is so easy to become. You can become a scribe and a Pharisee. You can become the Pharisee, which is just all about the exterior rules. Doesn't matter what harm it's doing, you got to keep the rules. It doesn't matter about a life, you got to keep the rules. It doesn't matter about people, you got to keep the rules. And see, ultimately, all of us are susceptible to becoming Pharisees. All of us are, are susceptible to becoming hypocrites. But see, Jesus is offering something greater. Jesus came to give us rest. He, he purchased this rest with his, his blood and his body. He's offering us a, a rest that is greater than the Sabbath rest. We can rest in Christ. You see, my friend, Jesus Christ isn't putting any yoke upon us. It says in Matthew 11, it says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, these Pharisees were struggling with one thing, this yoke of bondage that was the law. It had become so burdensome, and they were under this bondage, and it was all the, the law was all pointing to Jesus. But yet they had become so entangled with it. And they had become so, so enthralled with the fact that they were so much better than everybody else at keeping the law. But see, when we wrestle with the law, when we wrestle with sin, we only become further entangled with it. See, God has a peace that you can have that passes all understanding. And as you yield to Christ day in and day out, that peace will come in your life. As you are struggling with sin and wrestling with sin and trying to do it your own way, you're only going to be further beat down by life. But rather, my friend, Jesus offers freedom. Jesus offers peace. And my friend, most of all, Jesus offers rest. You got to come unto him. You got to quit wrestling with trying to do it your own way and make up your own list of do's and don'ts to make your own uh, rules of righteousness. But the only way that we can accept the rest that we find in Christ is by faith. It's not faith plus the law, faith plus the rules. My friend, it's faith in Christ plus nothing. When we get away from living for the pleasure of man, we're not living as men pleasers. We're just living towards resting in Christ. And Jesus is driving this point home. And it drove them mad. Verse number 11, it says, and they were filled with madness and communed one with another that they might, what they might do to Jesus. In another parallel passage, it says that they had come together with the Herodians, another sect, and, and really had come together and says, how can we get rid of this man? See, when we are creating our rules and our own righteousness, we'll stoop to the lowest of lows to get what we want. 
but there will be no peace. There'll be no joy and there'll be no rest. But when you come unto Jesus and you take upon his yoke and his burden, you'll find peace and rest for your souls. May you have a wonderful day. God bless. And we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.